All right, people, we are here. It hey, is partners. Hey, 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 and Damn. pals. And dude, awesome. Today's awesome. I'm hyped up, dude. I've had a lot of caffeine. We've got a legend. Uh, yeah. Got a legend that we're going to call on the phone. Yes. Uh, and then um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I got a about. question. How come the helmets that the stormtroopers and Darth Vader wore were like the same as Mark Hamill's haircut? That was the style. And why thought. did they make C-3PO Asian? He was an Asian. Did you go back and watch Star Wars? I've like I went and re skimmed through parts oh, of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean our God, I don't get fucking Martians. Yeah, yeah. Those aliens aren't even real aliens, dude. They're just like fucking shit. They're like Yetis, and like Wookies are basically short, like redneck people. No, the Wookiees are big. Ewoks are. Oh, big. Ewoks are the little short redneck people, and the Wookiees are like the uh, Sasquatches. Yeah. This is all shit you could find on Earth. Yeah, but this is a fantasy world. Then why don't they take it all the way? Well, they do. It, you need Jar Jar Binks is about as like crazy and alien, and that's bad because Jar Jar just ain't. Yeah, it's Jar-Jar. not cool. I got it. I'm, I mean, it was for little kids and all, you know. But. I want to do the Star Wars thing with you, but I got to say, you said legend. I got to tell you who. Joe motherfucking queer is going to be here. Of the queers. I'm so excited. Joe queer. Sean Did you hear about Star that Wars. guy in Japan who uh, oh, dressed up in the Joker's mask and stabbed all those people? Yeah, and then he set something on fire. Yeah, yeah, like the train. It was on a train. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> and fuck, he was like a real Japanese joker. Now, we can't say that's cool, but what a way to go. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> yeah, I, I do have some mixed emotions. Yeah, it, what he did was horrible, <coughs> but the fact that he did it as the joker mm. uh, lightens the blow a little bit. Or does it make it more horrendous? Well, it what bothers me is it gives people a chance to be like, see those those movies and those comics influence people to do. This dude's obviously not well anyway. If you do something like that that you see in a fucking comic book, then that's a mental health issue. That isn't a comic book issue. So. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's some... Uh, he ain't never had that good pussy laid upon him. Mm, no, he hasn't. No. You get good pussy, and you don't, you don't think of doing that. Yeah. Now, it's been a while. Dude, I, I have to talk to you about something before I forget. Yeah. Um, I was in your bathroom. I yeah. noticed the mop bucket. Yeah. You still you still using the mop? Like like a regular mop? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Because I was going to try to... Swoop in. No, I got a Swiffer for that. I was going to say, you're not using a Swiffer? Fucking love the Swiffer. No, and plus, you can't ring out a mop. Like, you need an industrial thing to actually ring out a mop. The ones that you buy that ring out, they fucking break. Oh, yeah, they're awful. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. I was just watching out for you. I was like, I hope he's not actually still mopping, mopping. 
No, that shit takes forever. <sighs> you you were hoping I'd say yes, weren't you? And then you're no. I just wanted to make sure you were doing okay. Yeah, I got a Swiffer. You are always on the defense. I you're gotta watch always. you. You know, sometimes you're all up in my business and uh, just trying to help out. Uh huh. You don't have to get all wrong or test. I'm just me. saying. Yeah. Well, you know, you might catch a bow. You gotta watch out, dude. Uh, no birds this week. That's good. No birds chirping in the fucking background this week. Yeah, no birds. I listened to that. Yeah, that shit. Drove me fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, I know. And there was nothing I could do about it because it was like on the same track. So yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah, so, but it's kind of funny. It, it's, we could always look back on it. Be like, remember that one time when the fucking birds were in the background? That was uh It could be a gimmick. We could have other animals in the background. Yeah. Wild animals. Yeah. Like like uh barracudas. Well that's a fish. We could have animals like in the background like fighting, like like videos of them in the wild, like I don't know, like a pack of hyenas versus a pride of lions. Hyenas are so bitching. I love hyenas. They are I don't know, they're kinda like but I don't know. They're they're nothing compared to like Wolves, yeah. Because hyenas are kind of like uh, cats in a way. Yeah, but they're they clowns. run off and like yeah, they are clowns. They're always laughing at your ass and shit. That's what I like about them. They'll be fucking no, it's just they up. can't bark and it sounds like they're laughing. But and it looks like they're smiling though while they're well, wolves smile. You know, wolves are yeah. But the way they do it, foxes like smile. Be up and then they'll be. They, I like them because they're they're kind of ghetto to me because they'll be like. Two or three of them jump, and then there'll be one in the background just, like, clowning on whatever's getting fucking eaten. And then they get demolished by... Dude, they get fucked up by, like, buffalo and fucking uh, elephants and shit, dude. They really, you know... In the animal kingdom, they're not that high up in terms of canines. I think if you put... If you took two, like, packs, like... If you got a pack of hyenas and then a pack of wolves... You know, and put them oh, somewhere. Yeah, no, the wolves are gonna win. The wolves are gonna fuck them up. I just, I'm just saying, I like hyenas. I think they're, they're fun. Wolves, though, wolves are fucking what I would get tattooed on my fucking chest, though. Not a hyena. Wolves are badass. Everybody knows the wolves are badass. I feel like the wolves don't need any more press, though. Yeah, well, the thing is, people still kill them with stuff. And That's fucked up. Yeah, wolves are fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I always like those dogs that are half wolf breed. Yeah. Those are cool. They kind of frighten me, though. I wouldn't want one in my house. Uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, you have to dedicate your house to that. If you have, like, so, like a quarter breed wolf, or if you have a fox, you definitely have to... That house is dedicated. You have to have shit for them to climb up on. Especially with foxes. Foxes, you gotta have, like, shelves they can climb up on, tunnels they can go through, and pretty much, like, make your house. And, like, you have to have an outdoor enclosure for them, too. Other, so they can dig and burrow. a wolf is a big responsibility. I don't think I want... I think I'd rather just get... I mean... I'd have a fox. Like... Uh, I don't know. That's a lot of work, too. You oh, can't go anywhere. Thank you. Oh, I, did, oh, oh, fuck. I thought oh. it was packed. 
Uh, you know what though? You know you just passed it to me. You just I would I, I was you ain't slick. I laid it down there just to see what would happen. Uh, <laughs> like well, I was done. So last that week, was very Teddy of you. Last week was Halloween. You live in the city, so you didn't get the whole trick or treating thing and all that. Yeah, they don't do that down here anymore. That sucks. I I tell you what, I saw the most. We of, used to, uh, and I thought this was really cool. A lot of little girls dressing up like Pennywise, the clown from It. I, I thought that was neat. Like that was the first time I ever saw that. Oh, I thought that clown's name was It. No, it's Pennywise. Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense now. No, I thought that was neat. Uh, it, I saw this that actually like one of the trick or treaters I saw before I took uh, trade trick or treating was uh, a little Pennywise girl. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're Pennywise. That's cool. And then her little sister. This is all adorable stuff right here. So if you're wanting some of that normal. Donnie was following rock, kids around on Halloween. partners and pals. This isn't it. No, this little girl pops out dressed like Wonder Woman. She's like, I'm Wonder Woman. And I'm like, oh. So it was good. We had the good shit we were giving away. Like, uh, we were just dumping handfuls. We... Did the shirtless firemen show up this year? No, they didn't. But uh, Trey said he, he was looking for them because uh, everybody loves firemen. Like we were saying, he was like, he's like, Dad, I hope the firemen show up. He's like, I saw in the news where they said they might. I'm like, oh, shit, cool. I was excited. He was excited. We're all excited for the firemen. Who doesn't love the firemen? Support your local fire department, folks. And, uh... Um, yeah, they didn't show up, but we did see some cool things. Uh, Trey was a character that I didn't even know who he was from a video game, but uh, he looked cool. And uh, me and him went trick-or-treating. Lily, since she's 13, waited for her friend to come over, and then they just walked around the neighborhood and didn't trick-or-treat because it was too late. Yeah. Because that's what you do when you're a teenager. You miss out on it all the time. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. It was a fun Halloween for us. Uh, saw some uh, cool costumes in my neighborhood. Oh, and there was even a part of our neighborhood that we cut through where this was really nice. Uh, you you would have appreciated this. They're doing the trick-or-treating for the kids, and then there's guy over there got a crock pot full of hot dogs and buns and ketchup and mustard for the adults and the kids getting hungry trick-or-treating they had hot dogs for you they didn't charge you anything and if you were willing to pay there's actually a food truck in the neighborhood uh, yeah yeah it was a but no shirtless fireman too bad i know the firemen are celebrate bad. good time come, come on. on it's a celebration yeah dude uh it was a cool halloween and then we went home and uh I tried to watch spooky movies, but uh, everybody just wanted to talk, so I just, I, I don't know what I did. But you're going to also appreciate this. Day after Halloween, day after Halloween, I'm on my route, and I see this guy being instructed by his wife, putting up the inflatable turkey out front the day after Halloween. She did not, I saw her out there pointing and shit, and, uh, yeah. And uh, he's just sitting there nodding and shit. And then I saw something that you would truly appreciate, my friend yeah. Sean Equa. Yeah. Uh, so these people Tell had me. these giant skeletons out front. Uh-huh. 
And so for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I drive by the next day. Mm-hmm. They got pilgrim hats and Indian headdresses on them. So they don't have, they're just reusing their decorations. That's, that's your neighborhood. That wasn't my neighborhood that I was delivering. Oh, I thought that was like. But yeah, no, I did see a woman straight up like, all right, Halloween's done. Put this Thanksgiving shit up now. God damn. There, the husband. Damn, and then he's going to have to do Christmas decorations. Uh Uh-huh. Damn, he's pussy whipped. You know. If he's having a good time, then, you know, fuck, I got nothing to say to you. Yeah. Danny just texted me. Is he here? He said, heading over if y'all want to take a break. We will. Just text us when you get here. He wants to get us hooked on nicotine again. Yeah, I know. That's kind of fucked up. It is fucked up. I mean, then, yeah, yeah, if he has cigarettes, he's going to give me the pack. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) And he's trying to get you hooked again. So when he sees you, you can bum him smokes. I'll, I might take So one. he doesn't have to buy packs all the time. It's weird. It's a weird strategy because I guess he sees it as a short-term investment. I haven't had a cigarette in uh, two days. Um, I'm open to having one. I don't really need it, need it. I bet he bought it back. I know. I'm I could be just, wrong, but I bet he bought it back. I, I want to quit smoking so bad. It's just, man. Oh, before we do take a break, though, check this out. Do you, oh, you know what? That was very rude of me. Did you have something? No, you keep going. Keep going. You no, keep I'm, I'm talking sorry. about something. Keep, I, I'm really just trying to do the show. That's all. Well, you keep talking. Personal. Sean's waiting to interrupt me because apparently I did that all last episode. Oh, dude, episode. Like, y'all heard the last episode. All this dude did was interrupt me. I'm just... I'm just trying to... I was actually le- just letting you talk, you know, but if you're going to get all, like, defensive about it, you well, know... Well, you know how the dude from Squidbilly said all that shit. I don't shit. watch that shit. Uh, same creators as Aqua Teen. I, I don't care. I don't, I don't watch... I, don't, I haven't watched Squidbilly's. Well, uh, anyway, that, you know, the guy that did the voice of Unknown Henson or whatever said, you know, yeah, Black Lives Matter, fuck that, Dolly Parton, Big Kitty Freak Show, fuck her, yeah. and uh, got fired. So instead of, like, having the grace to just bow out, um, they're doing the last season. I think it airs tonight. And uh, they replaced early Kyler's voice with uh, fucking Tracy Morgan. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, uh, I think they're just trying to, like, uh, uh, even things out. And apparently he beat out George Lowe's Space Ghost, uh, the person that does the voice of Summer on Rick and Morty, and uh, Dave Willis, who was going to do the Meatwad voice for him. I, I don't know what they're doing, but uh, they, uh, I probably won't watch this season. Yeah, you haven't heard it, though, have you? I haven't heard like I saw a preview of it yeah it's just Tracy Morgan though like he didn't even try to do the other guy's voice he's just like I'm Tracy Morgan he popped up on Saturday Night Live last night that was like the best part of Saturday Night Live Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back with Danny yeah and Uh, then I'm gonna watch Danny try to get Donnie to start smoking again 
My friends are terrible people. Yeah, his friends are terrible people. Except for me. I'm great. Oh, you're going out there to enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. Pat Oswalt. Oh, yeah. What about him? He's the sidekick. The little troll dude. Really? Oh, no. I don't know what we're talking about. We're also talking about the Eternals. Uh, Danny saw it and... uh, Mind hitting that door, please, buddy. It's good. Go see it. Yeah. I just don't know any of these characters. And uh, I only really go see the comic movies that... I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, it's a Marvel movie. Doesn't matter what it is. No, if I'm going to the... Now, if it once it comes on Disney Disney Plus, yes, I will watch it. Uh, what was the other one? Shang. Uh, what was it? I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't seen that yet either. But I don't know that comic book character. So wait until Disney Plus. I'm not. I'm not doing all that. I, I do the fucking books that uh, or the movies that I read the books. And I can't wait for the Fantastic Four to come into the... But every time you talk about, like, reading the book first for a movie, like, you talk about how the movie sucks afterwards. Well, yeah, but the comic book movies are different, though. Because and they, I'm just talking about what I've heard you talk about. I'm not talking about people Straight up, like, books, novels, and shit? Yes, usually, like, nine times out of ten, uh, the, the book is, like, way better than the movie. But with comic book movies, they just take elements from the comics to make their own story so it's not they don't really redo it like an actual like issue or anything like they just do stuff that's like based off different comics and stuff so 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 those are different different storylines yeah because there's fucking a million storylines in comics now I'm waiting for Galactica. I was promised Galactica is coming in to be the new Thanos. Do you think that he was in there? No, but uh, he's supposed to show up. They're introducing. Uh, he's gonna be in final the Fantastic Four. Well, you you know how they're introducing the Fantastic Four. Uh, apparently, Reed Richards is gonna be working for uh, Hank Pym's. He's gonna be a scientist in Hank Pym's lab in uh, Ant Man Three. Did they? ever announce who the casting or anything for no not yet I mean, we're still hoping for John yeah. Krasowski Karansky oh, what is it Karansky Karansky some Polish name yeah straight, very Polish like I say that and I just want a sausage from a person who smells like fish yeah <laughs> do Polish people smell like fish a lot of them are fishermen that's they're known for being very skilled fishermen but I imagine the fishermen wouldn't cross over into the sausage side. Like, I'm sure, like, you're either a Polish fisherman well, or a Polish sausage Yeah, sausage maker. is kind of more of a land thing, but yeah. at the I same time, you know. Well, I mean, his cousin definitely is a fisherman, at least. Like, I'm sure like, those are, like, the only two jobs in Poland, right? What, Pretty sausage much. and making sausage and getting fish? I mean, those are, like, the two big jobs, right? Uh, killing like, Jews. Oh, Jesus. I can't, this one's good. <laughs> Denying the Holocaust. Uh, I'm sorry, I had an important... Donnie's got a text now. Oh, look, Donnie texted Oh, my God. Uh, with our special guest, Joe Queer, he was just asking one one question before we go yeah. on. and uh, What was his question? What was it? He just asked if we were live or just recording. We're just recording. So he can edit. Yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, yeah, we're we, probably wondering if you got to be, because if we you don't control you what get, people say, you got to get all showtimey up and stuff, where if you're recording, be more casual about it. And, motherfucker, we casual. And as if shit. you're live, you can't talk about Polish people. Probably have to cut all that out. Yeah, like with our Polish thing. I don't know. But I'll, I'll leave a version with it in, maybe. Nobody, nobody, I mean, like we said before, like the, the, nobody cares if you make fun of the Polish, though, I don't think. I think the Polish is like one of the same. Like in about 10 years, the Polish will be like, hey! But now, I, I think. I think this is like our 80s with the Polish. Like, I. Our 80s with the Polish. <laughs> like, like, people used to be, you know, uh. You know, everybody got along in the 80s. No, but. Or you, know, you can make fun of ethnic groups. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was, uh, acceptable, I guess, back then. Yeah, it was acceptable in the 80s to make fun of ethnic groups. I think the Polish are like one of the few that we still have. So, uh, you know what? I say we. Go with it. <laughs> Say make a holiday of it, you know. Make a holiday, damn. <laughs> Fucking up. Last week, uh, I have a story to mm-hmm. tell, but it's kind of relatable to last week. Mm-hmm. Remember last week when we were talking about how I had the Beatus. the itch in my butt and I had to fart to get it out. Yeah. So here's more tells from my butthole. Uh, <laughs> dude, I had a shit so bad the other day. No, it hurt so bad the other day. Oh, like a sharp shit? That it was one of those, I almost thought about just fucking living with it. Have sharp you ever had shitters. one of those? Where like, you were like, nah, I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it was bad. Like, I'm surprised I didn't have to get fucking stitches afterwards. Ooh, yeah, sometimes you gotta like, fucking reshape that stuff. Like, uh, move it around a little bit. Sometimes yeah, like... That's you ever had to like grab the side, like the bar, oh, or yeah. the bar and like oh, kind of yeah. twist yourself Flips. around? Yeah. Grab the side of the sink and even though it doesn't really do to anything, an entity, you know? also try. You ever try to do the thing where you angle your butt to the like toilet seat so you feel like it's like getting the top yeah. part of your butt? Yeah, where you're doing, you're almost yeah. doing a twisty thing with yeah, your body. Yeah, exactly. Like, like get one of those poop thingies, those little stair things I use. To like, oh, <laughs> what, you it's supposed your legs yeah, it's supposed to replicate no. the natural way you're supposed to poop. No, it's all right. I like my way. Yeah, my way is way more like chill. I don't I'm know. Saying. But it's... this one was a fucking bad. I mean, it was bad. I, I was like, man, one of the downfalls of having a tight butthole, I guess. But <laughs> it's good to yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I'm glad that shit didn't just fall out, but that shit was painful. What yeah. else you got? What else got do I have? I or do you? Oh, wait, you got something? Yeah. I got something for you, Donnie. And your fucking piss poor Lakers getting railed about the Blight Trailblazers. Oh, damn. You gonna let them talk to you like we that? Did. We won more games and, and, than the Nets. Oh, I was gonna say. Uh, but what's up? Your boy LeBron hurt yet again, man. Y'all. But, uh, Mr. Westbrook is definitely stepping up. He's been fucking destroying for the late. He's been rocking the fuck out of the Lakers. I don't translate to W's. Still one more games than the Nets. And the Nets have the, the Nets have the, we have all the older guys. The Nets have like the fucking dudes that are in the fucking prime of their life right now. Fucking, fucking Harden, 
Durant, fucking Kyrie. Who else they got? Blake Griffin? Dude, they have an all-star team, man. They are still losing. Well, all right, man. He's older. But fuck him. I don't know. I don't know how the Celtics have been doing. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Very well, thank you. Well, I haven't been watching the Celtics. I haven't been watching the Lakers either because they haven't been having any games on. Is Thanksgiving games still happen, or is it Christmas? It's Christmas. Oh, okay. Nets, Lakers. That's the big one. Christmas Day. That's gonna be the big one, and I am gonna. I mean, fucking. Get done with all my Christmas presents, and I'm gonna sit down with my family and eat our Christmas dinner, which is Chinese food, and then we're going. Then I'm gonna watch the fucking Lakers beat the fucking bullshit fucking Nets with their fucking bald ass team, uh, with my bald ass team. Mm-hmm. So, and it's gonna be the Lakers <laughs> are gonna win that game. I put I put money on it. I want to see what happens. I'll put a sandwich on it. I bet you a sandwich. A sandwich? Yeah. The Lakers. Speaking of sandwiches, I've been thinking about what to get after I leave here to eat for dinner. Any suggestions? Yeah, how far are you willing to drive? Uh, I heard Morris's Deli on Taylorsville Road right off Bardstown. Like, I heard they have like the best country ham. I don't know if they're open. You might want to check. Probably not. Valley on Sunday night. Oh, dude, I tell you exactly where to go. I haven't been there yet, but I heard it's delicious. They got berry cheese, berries cheesesteak. They're not them. open that late. But where uh, Jets Pizza is. Yeah, that they're not open very late. Uh, I check yeah. them. I mean, because they're supposed to have the best cheesesteaks in town. Oh, I, I've never had a steak. I personally... Uh, I haven't had a Spinelli's cheesesteak. Those used to be my favorite. In yeah, time. they're nasty now. Really? Yeah, they're just always dry. And I don't oh, know. Somebody making them right. Yeah, they're not. I know how to make Yeah, cheese. you gotta make a... Well, back in the day, though, they had a fucking hell of good Philly, though. They did. Their shit was really good. I, they used those, uh, I think they're called Artuso buns. Yeah. I don't uh, Man. From Philadelphia. I used to love their cheesesteaks. Their cheesesteaks were like my favorite thing there. I was like, well, the main reason to go there was for their cheesesteaks, actually. That, yeah. I thought so. I mean, nothing. Their pizza good. was good at first before he switched to cheaper ingredients. But, uh-huh. like, when they first opened, they had pretty decent pizza. Yeah. They used pretty good ingredients, and I wish they'd have kept it that way. It was cool when it was like him and his family running it, but then turned it to, you know. It kind of goes by location, though, because when the one downtown was open, they had decent pizza. Yeah. The one at Goose Creek was okay, but the one on Baxter just got nasty. The one at Goose Creek was actually really good. Yeah, well, it's because people in Goose Creek aren't going to tolerate all that. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to tolerate like nasty food I like for what they're that. paying, and they're not going to tolerate a staff that's cussing at them. Oh, yeah, like when I worked for Spinelli's, that was the uh, store that uh, if I wanted to, 
but he didn't make as much money at the back as a delivery driver. The Baxter store was where it was fucking at, though, because they were fucking busy all the fucking time. Well, that's the home store, you know. That's the yeah. That's the original store. And the Goose Creek store, not so much for third shift. Second shift was like busy, but third shift, and that's when I worked, uh, was really really dead because you didn't have the party crowd and shit. It was all neighborhoods and shit out there. So, but uh. It was still a cool, uh, cool store. Yeah, Man. fuck. I wish I could yeah, go. It's the only one still open on. No, they have two open right now, right? Baxter. And the one about Trinity. Yeah, I heard that one's doing really good, actually. And yeah, the, yeah, I was wondering about that. I wonder if that one's any good. I know they're. Uh, I know they do well out there. Brian's still on it, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. saw him when I helped Sean move. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, come by Baxter. I'm like, I need to come by Baxter. I do need to pop in and uh, see for myself and get a cheesesteak. Uh, so if anyone yeah, from Spinelli's is listening. Step up your game. <laughs> just make the cheesesteak. Like you used to. You know what? Just go ask Brian and say, uh, somebody wants an old school Spinelli cheesesteak, and he'll know what's up. Yeah. Like how you're supposed to make how he showed everybody to make them. Yeah, well, there was Brian, just way. show them how to make the cheesesteak again. Yeah, I'm saying you got a lot of stuff to do. You know, you're a busy man running a bunch of locations. But it's but worth it because that cheesesteak, cheesesteak used to be thunder. Last time, oh, I had dude, I would order two of those yeah. so I could have one in <laughs> yeah. the morning. Order that oh, shit at four in the morning. On Derby, where they were just slumped, and they brought us one cheesesteak, and I was like, "No, you go ahead. I mean, wait." And I waited till and that shit didn't come till six in the morning. It was Derby day, though. It was Derby night, so oh. it was. And I've worked one of those Derby nights at Spinelli's, and they're no fucking, no joke at all. Like it is the most intense. Like I almost had a nervous breakdown. I would have people giving me beers at derby parties and shit they're like hey man are you all right i'm like i'm just i'm like you don't understand what it's like to work at spinelli's on derby day they're like you need a beer man or a shot i was drinking that whole fucking night like because i was like yeah and people were like i remember there's this one like white dude there like when i was doing a shot he's like are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> was it worse than Lentini's on uh uh derby it was or Oaks. On Derby Day, it was like fucking how Lentini's was on fucking Mother's Day. Oh, Mother's Day was, was the worst. It dude. was our because we had because uh, Oaks and Oaks was real busy, and so was and Derby was pretty busy. But we had a set menu. Mother's Day, we had that full menu. That's when he lost his mind. Yeah, the chef. Oh my God, he fell to his knees. He was cussing, screaming. Customers were leaving the restaurant. He ripped his vocal cord and had to be out for a week. Oh no, that was another. Oh, time. Oh no, that was another time. Wow. That's another oh, he story. Punched, he punched a hole in the fucking wall because it was so busy. Yeah. Yeah. And like this was all over. Somebody forgot to put in an order of ravioli, like on the computer. Which all you got to do is drop in water and let it sit for a couple minutes before it comes up. No big deal. Like even if you're swamped, no big deal. 
But that, oh, dude, he dropped to his knees. He's like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> he starts fucking screaming, cussing. Fucking Carrie comes in the back and he's like, Jeff, shut the fuck up. And he's like, fuck you. And then Carrie just calmly starts rolling his sleeves up. And Jeff's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but this is bullshit. And he's stomping around, spitting on the floor, lights up a cigarette. This is shortly after they banned smoking in kitchens, but with state law. Like, I mean, like, yeah, which is kind of awesome that you used to be able to smoke in a kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> but... Passionate food. I remember, like, me. Yeah. We were there till one in the morning. Smoking everywhere. Like, fucking. Oh, yeah. Like, just, yeah, we spent like two, three hours closing. It was a fucking nightmare. And then we stayed up and well, partied I mean, after I, that. I get it, Derby. You know, I lived here my whole life. I understand Derby, but I didn't know it got like. Just as if out-of-town people, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because no one in town gives a shit. The, Usually I, for Derby, though, places have set menus. Like, it's little higher-end restaurants. Like, pizza places just get massacred. Dude, especially, we were the only place, though, that was open till. Because it's a two, three-hour wait on Derby. Oh, yeah, we delivered till 5 a.m. And so, yeah. Now... I tell you what was a good like getting murdered kind of thing because I made good money at Papalinos. Their really busy day was Super Bowl Sunday, which wasn't that bad. That's a big pizza day, yeah. I worked yeah. at Little Caesars uh, during the Super Bowl. Steady, but it wasn't it's like my first day. Okay. Oh no, you're good. I'm uh, just making sure it's not. Uh, that's three oh six. Yeah. Oh, so uh, I posted the picture of the yeah, bug we, blister on Roxy's. No, no, we should talk about. Uh, oh, uh, Church Manson, Kanye, and Justin Bieber all okay. were together. So it's uh, what's it called? Uh, Sunday, ser- it's a Sunday sermon or something. Is the his name service. of his service? It's Kanye Sunday, Sunday service. But yeah. like it was them singing behind, and then like uh, there's like Justin Bieber, like like it's kind of like I don't know uh, a 1990s gospel pop gospel sound with Justin Bieber talking and praising God over it and Jesus. Marilyn Manson? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know what Marilyn Manson's got to do with it. I'm sure, dude, I know there's money involved in this thing. I show that picture. This is a money thing. This is a money group. My wife and you and both of y'all said the same thing. was, oh, that's a fucking cult. <laughs> yep, it is. They're wearing these white outfits, uh-huh. these... It like and uh, like it, they cover their head like that fucking outer space group that killed themselves because the comic oh, came, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, those people uh, Marshall Applewhite he was in charge of them I forgot what they were called uh, but yeah I know what you're talking about like yeah. the other leader died and he said she made contact with him and said she'd be back in a comet form so. They all killed themselves so she could pick nah, up their spirits. That and shit's fucking crazy. 
But yeah, I don't know what this is. They did uh, the right thing though. They killed themselves with painkillers and made it painless and actually probably made it pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> painkillers and alcohol. Like what a way to go out. <laughs> but no, this thing is definitely definitely you're right. It's definitely something with money. Um I heard something that um <laughs> one of the things I heard was that Justin Bieber performed. <laughs> Hold on, this is this shit's hilarious. Oh yeah, performed an exorcism on Marilyn Manson. No, he did. Which just sounds like a bad fucking like way to start a joke or something. I mean, what is this for? No, no. Marilyn Manson has a Sunday service, and Marilyn Manson is uh said it's nobody's business if I converted to Christianity. When you've been shitting on Christianity for the past thirty years, and that's when your friends, your friend, your fans. Like and expect, yeah, you kind of do need to explain it to somebody. But don't all heavy metal and death rock acts eventually like start going to church? Yeah, you know, Metallica goes to church. Yeah, speaking I of, I bet uh, Slayer went to church. Speaking of Christian uh rockers that are uh spooky, you do know Alice Cooper's coming to town in February. Oh, I, I think we're going. See, Alice Cooper, though, he he, he doesn't care. For some reason, he just makes it work. Oh, yeah, dude. He's the best. Yeah, like, he, he's all, he's like, yeah, I go to church. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. And I play golf. Yes. And I can outrock you. Yes, and he will outrock you and cut his own head off in the process. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Cut his own daughter's head off, too. It's crazy. I, I think I'm going to go see him. It's, uh... They put I, on a good show. They really do. Last time I saw him was a while ago. It was, Amanda was pregnant with Lily when we saw her, saw him. I saw him for free at Cardinal Stadium. That was like that was where I saw him. I I would have seen him open for the Stones at uh, Churchill Downs, but we were with waiting on somebody, and we ended up missing his set. Oh, I could hear him, but yeah, that shit was dumb, dude. Like, man, I wanted to see the entire show because the next time I saw the Stones, they just had some lame band open up. Yeah. Called, like, Kenny something in the somethings. No, it was more like Kenny Man in the Maymans. <laughs> that Kenny and the Homebrews. <laughs> yeah, something like In the craft beers. Kenny and the craft beers. Kenny Craft and the craft beers. It was, uh... And this one's about country living, even though I live in a... Do you think... So people speculate that Marilyn Manson's doing it because of all the women he slapped around or something? Uh, yeah, I think some people think that he's trying to, like, you know, make amends for, you know, beating women and, uh... It is funny. He's like the white Ike Turner. I mean, it's terrible, but, I mean, like, if you step outside of it... See, dudes like that are always, like... like, It's just because you wouldn't expect it because he... I don't know if the whole androgynous thing, but, yeah, he beat the shit out of some kind of press photographer or something, or a journalist or something back in the late 90s. He comes off to me as kind of a bitch. He rolled in that dude's hotel room with his boys and, like, fucking, like, kicked him in the knees or something, like... Messed the dude's knee up or something and threatened him. I don't know. I don't remember the exact story. I'm probably blowing it out of proportion. I just remember reading it and I'm like, damn, Marilyn Manson's a gangster. Have you seen that picture of him looking like uh, your fucking uh, 
Aunt Shelly. Oh, oh, he dude. looks like with his little outfit on with the mask on he looks like one of the nurses from MASH while, when they're in the OR Marilyn Manson I'm going to type in grandpa grandma <laughs> because he looks like a grandma in this uh, picture so I can show you guys he kind of looks more like that cool lesbian aunt yeah I saw an interview with him on Larry King Live this. And he had a mohawk combed over. Oh, oh, wow. He looks like, oh. Like recent. You know that like skit, Mike. Robert Smith. Mike no. Myers did that skit pretending to be his mother-in-law, that Jewish lady, always talking about uh, Robert Streisand oh, on yeah, SNL. Like, That's I'm what he looks for like. Clint. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling for Clint. And I'm going to introduce my most honored guest. Uh, what's her fucking name? Barbara Streisand. Yeah. So it's like butter. Is he old? Uh, I mean, he's got to be in his fifties or yeah, his late forties. Fifties, dude. I mean, look at he looks like he's he, got a neck. He's got a jowl. <laughs> he looks like the aunt that would help you like cast spells on somebody. He or, looks like, cast the love spell. I said aunt. He looks like Mrs. What? Doubtfire's evil twin. Yeah, 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 he does. So let's talk about that. <laughs> aunt versus aunt. What? It's a aunt southern, versus auntie. Is it a southern or northern thing? What is it? Oh, no, I know something. No, a lot of upper class people say aunt, too. I say aunt because I think. I grew up with aunt. I grew up with aunt. So I grew up with aunt, too, but I feel like, I feel like it's too. Uh, oh, no. What about auntie? Yeah, I like auntie. I like that. I think that's cool. Auntie. I'm just asking because that's a third option that I've heard. Huh? We can't say auntie. Well, we can. Yeah, we can. Mm -hmm. Auntie Mama from the Cleveland show. Oh. Have you ever seen that episode? I'm outrageous! That's that's silly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's silly. You know, you could say auntie. I mean, my, I mean, but I auntie, auntie sounds weird. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Weird. Here shortly, uh, we're gonna take a break here. I'm drinking Canada Dry. Yeah, you are. You know why? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh. Is that your podcast shirt? The Golden Girls, Purple Golden Girls shirt? Because I I noticed you wear it a lot to the podcast. Really? Yeah. I'm I, just asking. I didn't know. I just, uh, I like it. I probably won't wear it anymore now that you've Why not? That. You should make it your lucky podcast shirt. Yeah. Superstition. Uh, one more I like thing. to keep it going. Be- before, before the break? Yeah. Uh... The only time we'll ever touch on anything uh, <laughs> non said touch on non NBA but sports related. The Braves won the World Series. The Atlanta Braves, good for Atlanta. They yeah. haven't won one in since what the early nineties. Ninety five. Does anybody fucking watch baseball? I respect baseball. I, do I still. I, it depends. Smallest, boring sport. I, I still ever. care about the Brewers, the White Sox, the Red Sox, and the Yankees, which is weird to be a fan of both the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, you're like football. Football is like, all right, you ready for like 
half of a second of like really cool action and then like what are you talking about? There's like fucking strategy and fucking offense and the defense. It's like, oh, here we go. Oh, oh, this is cool. Oh, wait. What are we doing Football now? Football people are a bunch of fucking mooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah baseball is just so fucking boring. I'll take baseball over football any day. No shit. No baseball, way. you get hot dogs and popcorn. Peanuts. About the peanuts and beer. Football. I mean, what the fuck? Football. Concessions are concessions. No, no, no. no. Football, you do got chili and wings with football. Yeah. I'll give you that. Now that's a that's and a pizza football. and pizza and pizza. So yeah, I'm gonna go with yeah, but that's more of a that's more of a hot food thing. Where this is football like attracts treats. like a lot of fucking idiots. I'm just gonna yeah, not saying anything about you. I and I have a lot of friends that are football fans, I but dudes like wearing mock turtlenecks and they have their hair like that looks like it's spiked, but like, then they blew it back. Like guys who work as security guards but couldn't make it as cops. In late 80s and 90s, I mean, I'm just saying. Fuck football. Me, personally, baseball is the most boring fucking sport. It's yeah. not as interesting as it was before the strike. For some reason, like, it, it lost its heart. After the it's strike, oh, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it used dude, to actually be exciting. You gotta do pitching. I mean, here's why it's boring. It's like soccer. Soccer to me is also fucking boring. Like four to one was an exciting game. Like, fuck soccer, man. Like, that's fucking slow. It's and boring. I still say basketball is the most exciting sport. I just have like I feel like growing up a diehard Louisville basketball fan. I just have like scandal fatigue, and I just can't watch any basketball because I'm so tired of fucking. So who won that game in 2013? That that championship title that got taken away from Louisville. Oh, we did. Yeah, but you know, but that Nobody doesn't count for us. I mean, they the game was played at fucking hundreds of. That's what I'm saying. Watched it. We won. Fucking assholes. We watched that game together, the three of us. Eating yeah. wings and insomnia cookies. Yeah. I was stressed. <laughs> I remember that too. I remember Danny being like, there, like, we were ahead by like, I don't know, like three possessions at least. Possessions. Or possessions. Uh, possessions. Scores. I don't know. But we were ahead. We were winning. And there was like two seconds left. And you're like, oh, I don't know. Because they fucking never cease to fucking amaze me that they can lose. It's like their will to lose. It was like seconds left. And they were like at least Athena five points was, ahead. has been there. Was so, there so many times and fucking choked it away. Not, I mean, not in the finals. But we have been was, went to the final four multiple times before that. A couple of years. Well, he was just, you know, getting. I remember went through. out in the neighborhood and everybody was outside, like, yeah. Oh yeah, Man, people. You late. can hear people firing off guns. Late shit. shit too. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. I remember when we hear gunshots. That's a good sign. Your team won. Oh, in Germantown. Wow. Well, it's Germantown, you know. Old Germantown. Oh, I was on campus during like the Final Four game, like before they. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah, the fi- like I was working down there and it was insane. People were losing their fucking yeah. minds. People were beating on my car like yeah. 
And if you didn't honk, they're like, fuck you. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I, I'm all for the team. Yeah, I, just leave me the fuck alone. Sports! All right, so we're going to take a real quick break, and we're going to come back with Joe Queer of the legendary punk band, The Queers. So see or hear you soon. Are you going to be here? No, I'm going to skedaddle. I hope you all have a good interview. I'm going to go find some food. Pick me up some. Tell Joe I said hello. Joe! All right, talk to you all in a minute. What's up, everybody? We're back. We are back, and we are about ready to call Joe Queer mm-hmm. of the Queers. Damn right. I'm excited. You ready to call him? Mm-hmm. All right. Let me get this set up. Oh. I need my questions here. You got it on a speaker? I will. Sorry, guys, this is very technical. Yeah, it's a phone call. Hello. Hello, Joe. Yeah, it's Joe. Hey, what's up, Joe? It's Donnie. And Sean. And good. Hang on one sec. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just got you on uh, on speakerphone. I'm driving here right now. Got plenty of time to talk here. All right, so, cool. Uh, anyway. Cool, cool, cool. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, we just played a show last night, so I'm I'm in the van with my uh, guitar player, Ginger. Oh, so, hey, Ginger. Uh, yeah. Hey. He says hey. Hey. And, yeah. uh, so, anyway, we're running over to the guitar tech's house to pick up a guitar and and then going to the airport, just kind of running errands and stuff. So, yeah, plenty of time to talk. Cool. Awesome. So where are you flying to? Ginger is flying to New Orleans. Oh, okay. I didn't know if the whole band was flying somewhere. Yeah. Oh, awesome. New Orleans is awesome. Yeah. It's been yeah. many years, but, uh, yeah, last time I went down there, I had fun. You guys are about ready to go uh, on your winter tour, correct? Okay. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> okay, there I am. Now I'm back. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Great. Okay, okay, cool. Yep, I can hear you. So, uh, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. We just had a good show. We're off for three weeks, and we've got... Um, cool. We've got uh, nine or ten shows we're playing December 3rd through the 13th. So um, that's what's going on with us. We just got done with about, well, really about September 5th through October 23rd. We only had a few days off. And oh. um, so we, we've been busted ass. Awesome. You guys are actually coming here on December 13th to Louisville. I believe it's the 13th. Yes. That's right. That's the last show. Yeah, yeah. We're looking forward to it. And it's at, uh, I believe, Diamond Hall or whatever it's called. Yeah, Diamond Concert Hall, and uh, right. all the all the pool tables in the world are there. And... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we played there a few times, but it, yeah, I've seen you there. Played with with sloppy seconds. Yeah, we actually had BA on uh, last season, and uh, he was talking about how awesome that show was. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we love those guys. Um, yes, that was a great show, actually. Yeah, I like that place. Louisville's kind of funny for us. We don't we don't play there all the time, but whenever we play there, we have a great show. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. If, I guess it's kind of like a beat market, you would say, or something, but whenever yeah. we show up, we have a ball, so... Yeah, I've seen you guys there. Uh, I've seen you guys there, uh, Skull Alley, and uh, what was the other place? Uh, shoot, I can't. Uncle Pleasant. Uncle Pleasant. Yeah. Yes, yes, right, 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 exactly. Right, sure. Yeah, and that was a good show there, too. Oh, yeah. Uncle Pleasant, yes, that's right, yeah. So, um, I'm yeah. really excited for the. This show is going to be really cool for me because it's going to be. Uh, I'm taking my 13-year-old daughter, and this is going to be her first show. So, I'm, oh. this is going to be, uh, I, plus I haven't seen you guys in about, like, I don't know. It's been a while, like, a little under right. 10 years. So, yeah, I'm looking real right. forward to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we found that sentiment kind of, because of COVID, we got a lot of people that had not seen a show in a year or two. Yeah, and so it seems like the sentiment, like you're saying, and um, so everybody seems to be excited. It was a real successful tour. We really weren't sure when we started. We're like, man, we might be going home in a week. We don't know with these COVID restrictions and mandates right. and all this stupid bullshit. But um, we ran into a couple of clubs, San Fran and LA. They tried to like enforce the mask, COVID restriction, blah blah. But it's like you know they can't. There's no national database. They can't really, you know, enforce that stuff very well. Yeah. Um, so it didn't affect us, and people are just sick of it. I, I, the, I, the attitude seems to be, hey, we got our vaccination. If we're that scared, we won't go out. And, right. you know, if we know what we're getting into, we're grown-ups. Uh, those of us that want the vaccination got it. Those of us that don't, don't. And we know what we're getting into, and so let's have fun and live our life. So, um yeah, but it went, the whole tour went really well, but a lot of people just sick of being cooped up, you know? So it's oh, so yeah. great. So great to see everybody, so. It's, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, go to the show, and uh, yeah, we're both vaccinated, so we'll be we'll be fine. I'm not, yeah. I'm not worried about it. I, I've got my yeah. shots, so. Yeah, I mean, that's how we are, too. We're like, hey, man, we got our shots. We're, we're you know, whatever. I'm not, you know, it's got a 1% death rate. It's like, I never win the lottery. I'm not gonna fucking die from COVID. You know? <laughs> I was like, whatever, dude. Not worried at all. And uh, you know, we kept an eye on ourselves, testing and shit now and then on the tour. But uh, you know, we were fine. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway, everybody's just sick of being cooped up and stuff. So, oh, yeah. um, so it's it's been uh, it's just you know. And to be honest, when people were out there, there was very little talk about COVID. Very little, you know, yeah. everybody, I mean, the only time was, we did play some clubs where they're like, basically we realized virtue signaling where they're like, you know, we thought the shows would suck. They're like, you have to be vaccinated and blah, blah. And, you know, once you were in the club, they didn't care about you wearing a mask. Like some places were like, you got to wear a mask to get in and then they didn't care. It was a joke, the whole thing, you know. I mean, you yeah. don't have to mask do anything anyway. We all know that. But um, so everybody was just sick of the whole thing and just ready to have fun and live their lives so um, so it went amazingly well and we played punk rock bowling and that went over really well too we did a killer set there so 
that really helped us. But yeah, we had an amazing tour, really. So it was it was better than we uh, hoped for, really. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. I'm hoping the winter tour is... It's cool that we're the last date on the tour. We're usually the first or last stop on tours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the last one for us is, like, always great because we're in the groove by then. You know, we... we, you know, it always takes you a few shows to four or five shows to get in the groove. But then by the by the end of the tour, we're like, you know, we're we're firing all eight cylinders, man. We're like, you know, blasting away, and you know, so so that's a good time to catch us when we're we're right at the top of the ball game. You know, we we've been the thing is with us, we don't we we really try to work on our set. I know it sounds like crazy with a band that's been together so long but like playing with the Dickies it really inspires us because they're such a great band right and so we we always try to to you know see what ways we can improve and it, it's never like a hundred percent better than we played you know the night before but we just try to improve the little little stuff and um so we have a lot of fun just you know talking about each show like what we did wrong what we could do better and so we're, we're getting better bit by bit and so the end of the tour we're always always playing really good so uh, yeah and we're gonna do uh, we got a new set list too we kind of were working off the old one but we got that out of our system so now we're uh, we're working on a new set list and uh, so we're looking forward to that too oh yeah I can't wait every time I've seen you guys every show that I've seen you all though you always have a really great habit of every song that is played is like a song that I love and I'm singing along to every one of them. You guys usually have like the best set list. Like no filler, no filler. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, we get that from the Ramones just going bang, bang, bang. And we don't use the set list. And um, so I'm singing now. Ginger's on guitar, so which is kind of a newer thing. So, cool. Um, so we're able to kind of start and stop and turn on a dime and kind of feel the vibe of the crowd out. So some nights it'll be more pop punky, some nights it'll be more, you know, harder punk, like our early stuff. Right. And so you can feel the crowd out and and we do that, like say a song like Janelle Janelle or Mirage. Um, those, if you put them in the set, um, especially a song like Mirage, it won't work if you put it in the set and play it every night. But if you, if you like, are able to do it spur of the moment and, and just, you know, play it, um, play it, when I yell it out, you know, spur of the moment, when you feel the crowd could really dig it, it's like, oh, man, it's great. So we got that from, um, I got that from watching Dick Dale when I, we opened up for them years ago, and they had no set list, and I was like, man, I want to be like that. <laughs> and... I'm friends with Dusty Watson to this day. He's played with us, Dick Dale's drummer at the time, who played with him for years. And um, and he said, you know, we just got to all be together. And and so, you know, some nights Dick Dale would do Jumpin' Jack Flash and All Along the Watchtower, and other nights he would do, you know, Blues Jam. And, like, he never knew what it was. They had to really keep an eye on it. And I said, that's a great way to be. And so we try to be like that, where we can feel the crowd out, yell out a song, and, and really put it, you know, play it. Like, Mirage will be great in, in a certain spot. If you played it every night, like, yeah. a lot of bands just have the same set list. And it's like pounding a square peg into a round hole, you know? It, it doesn't work all the time. But um, 
you know, we, we kind of feel it out, feel the crowd out. So uh, we do, uh, we've really improved since the old days. We're light years ahead of where we were even a few years ago. So, um, you know, it's going to be fun, especially because we're going to do almost a completely new set list. Uh, we got to do two shows in Chicago. So we are going to do, you know, we got to learn two completely different sets. Um because so, our thing is we're not going to play any songs you know we're going to play all different songs both nights you know yeah. we're not going to play even one song the same from night to night in Chicago so it's going to be kind of fun you know yeah cool. <laughs> a lot of songs awesome. too man we play about 30-35 songs a night so yeah. the guys are, are you know they're ready for it but it's a lot of work at the same time right how, how are you guys have you guys figured out how you're going to do like the two sets yet or well working on the set list uh, what we're going to do we kind of know we, we kind of know you know one will be more poppy I think and um, I think we'll concentrate maybe the second night on our two newer albums we did got our cover cover album Reverberation just came out and then our new album this year Save the World so we're going to concentrate on those I think the second night and the first night we'll do just stuff from all our albums I guess cool. at least that's the plan now but it might change but yeah it was something like that so that's awesome yeah so the you mentioned the the newest record is uh the cover record right yes that just came out uh, a month or so ago yeah reverberation it's called yep that, reverberation. that came out of Cleopatra. Yep. I, I actually listened to that today it's uh i liked it and there's a lot of great covers on there uh I was excited that you guys did Be Cool to Your School. I, that was always one of my favorite Beach be Boys. Be True to Your School. Yeah, Be True to Your School. Yeah, that, yeah. I was I was excited because that song gets a lot of hate, and I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And I got the idea from that from uh, Andy Chernoff from The Dictators. If you go on YouTube, he did a cover of that. He played a version of that, Be True to Your School, on the old Uncle Floyd show. Uncle Floyd was like a regional New York City type thing that, like, he got let a lot of punk bands play on there and stuff. If you look on YouTube, there's a bunch of bands were playing on Uncle Floyd. The Ramones played on it and stuff. It was pretty cool. Awesome. And, yeah, and anyway, Andy Chernoff played for the Dictators and he did be treated to school. So he kind of, that was the kind of inspiration right there to, um, to play that song and the thing with that song I kind of uh, you know came up with a different part at the end like I, I sort of wrote a new part for it and Dead Man's Curve was the same way we we, uh, we did it in Beatrice School we, we went up as half a step and um, to another key we kind of did our own version as if I had written the song how I would you know right. fucking play it and so we did that on Dead Man's Curve and on Beach Radio School yeah both of them so they kind of make it fun and um, so yeah those, that's yeah that's a no brainer our crowd loves that stuff yeah. so, but the whole idea behind the cover album was like sort of like a Ramones Acid Eaters Queers Reverberation sort of cover album and um, some of those songs were stuff I had talked to Joey Ramone about um, he asked me what I thought of Acid Eaters and so we had a few conversations about, you know, what what songs I felt they could have done on Acid Eaters, what I would have liked to hear the Ramones do. And so we did a few of those songs. Hungry by Paul Revere and the Raiders, that was one I thought the Ramones really could have done. Joey agreed on that one. Um, Be True to Your School was one I had mentioned to him. Uh, what else? Gas Money. 
Yeah. Uh, there was a, uh, the, oh, the, the very first song is by Dave Clark Five, Give Me Love. I mentioned that to Joey, too. And uh, he liked all the songs, you know. But anyway, he just, at that point, Anthony years was out. It wasn't, you know what I mean? They weren't going to change anything about it. But um, he did certainly want to get input on what I thought, what songs would have been cool. So um, that kind of was, you know, I started with that list of songs that I had mentioned to Joey. So, um so it was pretty cool. So uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. It's funny you mentioned Gas Money because that was a song I heard on there that I was like, dude, this could just be one of y'all songs. Like, <laughs> yes, and and it's a weird song that um, that we uh, absolutely yeah. We I came up with a kind of different beginning and ending thing. Bam, 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 bam. It's it's not on the original. I kind of wrote it, and um, so it. Uh, yeah, that that song to me is my favorite. The Dave Clark Five, I love that. Give me love. Yeah, it's a little repetitive, but um, but jeez, uh, we're we're driving up the road here, and there's a huge fire. Oh shit! Something happened. Oh, a truck's on fire on the other side of the highway here. Hang on one sec, you guys. Oh jeez, are they putting this thing out? I wonder how what the hell's burning. Eh, nobody's no. Everybody got out there. Nobody got. Nobody's dead or anything. So oh, anyway, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but um, Jazz Money, I thought that came out great. That was by, if you look up the original, it was not Jan and Dean. It was before Jan and Dean. It was Jan and Arnie. Oh, wow. Um, and so it was, and then this band, the Rip Chords, another surf band around the early 60s, they did it. So we kind of melded those two versions together. And then I came up with the beginning part and stuff. So. It's kind of cool. That's my favorite song in the whole album, though. I love that song, Gas Money. I think it was great. Yeah, I think that may be my favorite one on the album as well. Like, I, I, that was the song that, yeah, I had to go back and listen to that a second time while I was going through the album. Like, it, yeah. Yeah, a, that one came out good. And, you know, we did a bunch of songs. We kind of threw shit at the wall to see what would stick. And that one, we had no idea if it would even work at all. And then we kind of got into it, and I go, damn, this thing sounds great. And we... We redid it, and we we uh, added a uh, a keyboard solo on it that our buddy Les Hall played, and then um, he was in a band called Crossfade. They were pretty famous back in the day, a few years back. And then um, I did the guitar solo, and anyway, yeah, it came together. It's funny how stuff you never sort of know when you start doing albums. You you never know. Like when we did the album, I, we had this song called uh, Midnight Heart, and so. We thought it was going to be the best song in the album, and it never even made, it didn't even make the album. So, Gas Money we saw was a throwaway, and that's like my favorite song on that cover album. You never <laughs> kind of know until you get into the shit what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's, man, man that sounds great. Are you going to be, uh, are you guys going to have uh, some of the new records or any of the old records like for sale on tour too, or? Oh, yes. Yeah, we've got, we've got, um, We've got Reverberation and uh, the two new albums, Reverberation and Save the World, and then we've got Don't Back Down, Grow Up. Uh, I don't know. We've got a bunch. I'm not quite sure what we'll offer vinyl. Of course, we've got CDs of everything just about, but yeah, we'll we'll be selling all that stuff. Cool, cool. I need some yeah. more queer. The only yeah. one I have on vinyl right now is Grow mm -hmm. Up, but it's like uh, the original. So, uh, oh, I actually... Oh, Uh, you know, I'm not really 100%. I know, because uh, I got it from my wife. Like, it kind of just, uh, I kind of just right. merged it into my record collection. Uh, 
once we got married and stuff. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I've I listened to it uh, a lot. I've just never paid attention to the label. It's just uh, you on the cover, though. But um, what, what is the cover? Uh, just you, just a, a side shot of you. Yeah, okay. I, I, the reason I ask is because there's a few different pressings, and the one on Shaken Street's really rare. Oh, and yeah, I don't I, think I, it was. I asked about this. I'm not a vinyl collector anymore. I just give the stuff away. And so, um, uh, but, but people, that particular record is um, rare. If it's on Shaken Street, and then if it's on Doheny Records, it's super rare. Um, so that's why I asked, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's yeah, just a regular lookout copy. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, that was, that was always one of our favorite albums there too. Yeah. Up. But what I was going to say, like on the songs with our set list, we're, we're pretty lucky. Uh, you know, with all our albums, it's like, there's always, we can play something really obscure, but there's always someone that really appreciates us, that particular song. You know, all our songs off all our albums, they all have fans, it seems. You know, we can play Voodoo yeah. Doll off Beat Off, or we can play Mirage off Beat Off, or All Screwed Up. And you know, people come up and say, hey, man, I was great to hear Voodoo Doll, or whatever. Or I'll be true to you off, off Grow Up, or, um, you know, it's kind of funny. So we're able to play obscure songs and there's always people that that know our stuff know the songs and and their fans of them it, it's kind of kind of funny that way so it makes it fun for us and we're, that we're able to play different songs um and and get away with it you know like some bands it's like hey man you know that song sucks i won't name bands i saw at punk rock bowling but it was like <laughs> you know the song sucks but but we get away with it, you know, and so we're we're really lucky. <laughs> right. I'm, yeah, I'm excited to hear the new set list too. Are you guys doing anything off Monkey Brain? Yes. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're working on overdue, but I think we're gonna do Duke Ohana Moku, Girl About Town. Oh, cool. And um. And I think Houston, we have a problem. So. I, was, I was hoping for Houston. That's my favorite song off that album. But uh, yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. I like. Um, I think she's starting to like me and and Brian Wilson. Slow, oh. but we don't play those live. But yeah, Houston, we have a problem. It's a fucking popular song, and we I, for some reason we just don't play it much. But that one people like, so we're gonna whip that one off for sure. Cool. Yeah, I love Brian Wilson as well, but I figured y'all didn't do it live, but. That's, yeah, it's, you know, once in a while, someone will break a string or something, and, like, I play it, but it's, you know, it's kind of hard at the queer shows. People want to start, jam, you know, jumping around and shit. So yeah, exactly. I would love to. I'd love to do that poppy stuff. I think she's starting to like me, Brian Wilson. I'll be true to you off Grow Up. Uh, you know, Daydreaming off Love Songs for the Retarded. Uh, you name it. I love that pop stuff, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, um, Into it and we play good and um, 
I, this is the best of band sounded, really. So, and now I'm just doing lead vocals, and some people like complaining a little, but Ginger's a great guitar player, and like musically, we are right locked in. If you look, if you're bored, go to YouTube and see the Queers of Punk Rock Bowling. And uh, there's a few videos of us up there. That was like about 25,000 people. And uh, we killed it there. We really did great that night. But it was that Queers, Lookout Records, Screeching Weasel, Ramon, Side of the Street, Mr. T Experience, they wanted to hear, you know? Yeah. So, a lot of those festivals are those West Coast bands, and, and we don't play that stuff too much. So we went over gangbusters, man. Shit, we, we killed it at Punk Rock Bowling, so it was great. But, you know, you play KKK, put my baby away. I took my baby away. That, that uh, you know, the crowd was just into it, man. It was great. So uh, that was that was a fun show. That's awesome. Yeah, have you found it uh, a lot easier just to be, like, running the band instead of having to sing and play guitar? Yes. Number one, I can sing better. And um, our old, I've had a couple of our old musicians, you know, that, that played with us before. Chris Fields from John Cougar Concentration Camp. He came to the show in San Diego. He jumped up and played a couple songs too. But anyway, he told me, uh, he goes, dude, is that your vocals are way better with you just singing. So, I love to hear that stuff because it's, you know, playing and singing, there's stuff you can't pull off, you know, but it's really let me sing. We can do more songs, you know, we can do stuff and do them good too. Right. I mean, I could play guitar on Houston, we have a problem, but if I'm just singing, I can really sing it way better. So, yeah, there's that aspect. It's definitely, it's easy to get the crowd going too. You can high five people and, you know what I mean? It's, it's just been, it's been pretty fun. And it's weird at this stage of the ballgame to not be playing guitar, but it seems to be working. Yeah, I, I can't wait to, I can't wait to see this, uh, the, the new lineup, the new set list. I'm, I'm really excited. And uh, one more time real quick while we're talking about it. That is December 13th at Diamonds Concert Hall if you're in Louisville or around Louisville, you should go and uh, make sure you look up. They're, they're doing, uh, you, you guys are doing like 10 shows or nine or 10 shows, right? Yes, yep, December 3rd through the 13th. Louisville's the last one, yep. Oh man, that's awesome. I wanted to ask you something because with all the uh, cancel culture and stuff going on, what do you think like the state of punk rock is right now? Because I feel like a lot of people are a lot more upset than they used to be. <laughs> Well, it's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, you know, all of a sudden we're all socially aware and we're all social justice warriors. I was surprised that so many punk rockers that I thought had balls are such wimps. <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah. oh, dude, you've got a shirt that says fucking cunt on it. Can you take that off? It's, it's upsetting my girlfriend. It's like, go oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, come on. Nobody, first off, nobody's offended. Nobody's offended by bullshit at all, but they want to act like they're on this higher moral plane. I mean, fuck, I wrote you were tripping about Nazis back in fucking 1989. Yeah. We sing it every fucking show all over the world, and nowadays they call me a Nazi. Oh, the shit they write, you think I'm the grand poobah on the KKK, the way these people talk about me. <laughs> and I'm like, so fucking liberal, I'm, I'm so far to the left, I'm off the cliff, but these people call me a Nazi. I'm sick of it. Because the thing is, yeah. nobody can laugh anymore. They're all they're afraid to laugh. So I refuse to kowtow to the whole thing. I don't care. They can call me racist. I don't give a fuck. What? You know, uh, I don't care at all. I know I'm not a racist, so I don't care what some pimply faced fuck you know calls me online at all. But there's a big difference between 
the internet and that whole world there and what's really happening in the real world. And, you know, a lot of these guys, they're just, they're just pussies and they count out this, this, the social justice warrior, you know, fucking crowd. And, um, and, and I'm like, you know, I want, we don't do it. We laugh at ourselves. I, I mean, you know, that's a big lesson in life, but I'm sick of the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it just got ridiculous. Yo, you're a fucking racist. I'm like, oh, you know, fuck you, dude. I mean, people that don't even know you calling you fucking shit. You oh, dog yeah. me now and then, but I, I don't care. I know who the fuck I am. I couldn't care less. I love pissing people off. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's so easy now, too. You know, oh, but I, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. anybody's really offended. Oh my God, your your album's called Love Songs for the Retarded. It's like, oh, God, fucking retarded people can laugh at themselves too. You know, that's the problem. Nobody can laugh at themselves and everybody, you know, we want to have this full outrage that, you know, we're offended because we're in a higher moral plane than we used to be or some bullshit. It's all bullshit. We all know it. It's like the mask mandate, wearing masks everywhere. We all know it's bullshit, but... You know, let's pretend that like we're we're doing something. You know, fucking a. But uh, you know, they all hated fucking Trump and all that shit. Oh, Biden! Thank God Biden's in here. I I hate politicians. Period. You know what I mean? Yes, people, yeah. Whatever. And I go. You know what? Gas is fucking five fucking fifty a gallon. The fucking you know we're running out. We can't get T-shirts. The fucking printers can't get ink. You know, this fucking we're running out of shit on shelves. The Afghanistan thing. You know, Biden sucks. You know, but everybody's like, oh, they're all afraid to say it. It's like, you know, I don't like any politicians, really. I'm fucking, you know, Trump fucking wasn't a fan of him, really, either. But as far as, like, my life, I was doing better under Trump than I was now. I mean, when when fucking, I did notice one thing, and this is, all I care about is my fucking day-to-day life, you know what I mean? Like, the day... Biden got in office, gas was $1.69 a gallon. I never forgot it. I took a picture, I got it on my phone. One sixty nine a gallon. And that's all I care about. How much gas is a gallon? You know what I mean? It's like fucking can can you know, can we still go out and do shows and all this stuff and you know, fucking mask mandates and the government telling us to do shit. I was really surprised that, that punk rockers count out of this bullshit. I mean, I really thought we could we're supposed to stand on our own two feet and not let the government tell us what to do, but these people are like sheep and they just fall into line and, oh, fucking, you don't get the vaccination? Fuck you. It's like, what? Fuck. Fuck. I don't care if you got a vaccination or not. I don't. It's none of my business. I, you know, I take care of my side of the street and that's where we all should be, I think. So, but I don't think too much of cancel culture. I don't care. They hate me. I couldn't care less. <laughs> fucking love piss them off. Yeah, we were actually uh, talking about the uh, last week or the week before about the Dave Chappelle thing where they're trying to cancel him. Did, did you did you see the stand-up or anything? I don't know if... I didn't follow because we were on tour. I mean, I just saw bits and pieces of it and we talked about it and all that shit. I love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, you know, too. Uh, you know, I, I love that stuff. We need more of these people to grow a ball and stand up to it, you know? In my own little way, I try to do it, you know? In my little corner of the world, I, I still, you know, me and my band, we all do. It's just like, fuck that, and we need more people to stand up to it and yeah. laugh at ourselves and not take shit so serious and pretend that we're outraged over some fucking <laughs> bullshit like the Cleveland Indians, you know what I mean? It's like fucking, you know, or whatever. Nobody's fucking picking on... You know, it's so stupid, the whole fucking thing, but I think there's a huge backlash and people are sick of it on the street, you know? It's like there was 35,000 people at Punk Rock Bowling 
you know, a few people were masked. Most of them didn't. I guess there was, they said they were vaccinated. There's no national database, so nobody really knows. I knew a bunch of people that just printed up cards that didn't get vaccinated, and they were there, but whatever. You know what I mean? It's like we all know we're grown-ups. We know what we're getting into with COVID-19. It's got a 1% death rate. Okay, I'd rather fucking die on my feet than live on my knees. You know, that's my fucking attitude. So, uh, and I think a lot of people at Punk Rock Bowling and in these shows, it's like, whatever, dude, fucking leave us alone. Let the government get out of our fucking lives, you know? But these punk rockers pretending they're like outraged over this, that, or the other fucking thing, it really cracks me up. These motherfuckers, they're all political pundits now. They can't even read a roadmap or, you know, they're all alcoholics and shit. But now all of a sudden, these fucking guys are like, I'll see them on Facebook and they're political pundits, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. So it really cracks me up. You know, but uh, you guys, I fucking cannot talk much longer. I've got to get Ginger down to the airport, and so I've got to fucking leave. I feel like a jerk because I said I would be free for an hour, but um, no, you're I've fine. got to fucking think about going, and i I got to apologize to you. Oh, please. It's all good. No, it's cool. Um, I tell you what, though, we will. I, I'll definitely be at the show on the thirteenth. Uh, I should be able to make it. Uh, they will also be playing Newport, Kentucky, December eighth at the Southgate House, and Chicago, yeah, yeah. Illinois, December tenth and eleventh at Reggie's. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and we've got two nights at Reggie's. Ninth and tenth, is it? Uh, tenth, tenth and eleventh. Uh, the ninth is. She's kind of like a Joan Jet type character. She's pretty cool. She's going to open up both those shows in Chicago. Oh, cool. Actually, I think she's on four shows. I don't know if she's doing Louisville. Uh, but at any rate, we're really looking forward to the whole tour. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a great tour. And um, we're looking, we're playing better than ever. So, you know, we look forward to getting down there and, and seeing everybody in Louisville. So um, I'm excited. Yeah, so, but I appreciate you guys doing the show, and, and I was going to say, if you wanted to talk more, um, I could call back later, or certainly I'm around this week, or, or whatever, I feel bad, because I'm... I got oh, no, you're fine, airport, we were but... pretty much at the at the end of the list of questions okay, anyway, so we're, you're all good, Joe, I appreciate your time, and for so coming, and uh, we're in a, uh, I'm going to bring you some Partners and Pals stickers to that show. Okay, and, okay, uh, cool. Cool, man. Well, thanks again. Joe Queer, Joe, get the new album. Hey, hey, guys, send, yeah, thank you. Send me the link, too, so we can list it, you know, post it on our, um, on our uh, Facebook page and our Instagram and all that stuff. I'll let Cheeto post it. Oh, but, yeah. No, I appreciate I love you guys. I appreciate the shit out of it. We do, as a band, we appreciate you guys doing stuff like this. And, and it's kind of like the... You know, like everybody, remember back in the day, wherever we would tour, everybody had a fanzine, you know, everybody had a fanzine, right, and right. now it's kind of like these podcast things, it's the same thing, and I love doing it, man, it's great talking to people, and you know, you're doing a job where, we get to do a job where we go out, people cheer, and that's cool in itself, but also you do a job where you make friends everywhere I go, you know, this is what I wanted to do in high school, was have a job, you know, play music, and I wanted to, you know, make friends, have friends around the world, and I've done it, you know, and I still do it, you know, every tour we go out, we make new friends, and it's like, really, you know, that's what we put the place of value, yes, we make a living off it, but it, you can't put a price tag on, on making friends all over the place, and, um, mm. and so it's been really fun, so I love stuff like doing these interviews and stuff like that, so, you know, keep in touch anytime, I'd love to come on, and um, hit me up anytime, man. 
All right, man. Thanks. I, that's great to hear, man. Uh, thank you so much again. Uh, longtime fan, so it's really cool that you that you did this, you know, on my side as well. Like, it, I love being able to talk to like just bands that I that music helps me just in life. So you know, anybody whose music I rock out to, it's great, man. Thank you so much, and uh, I'll see you on the thirteenth. Okay, yeah, come up. I'll be hanging around. Come by the merch table and find me, but I'll be hanging out all night. So, so I'll see you there. All right, man. All right, great. Okay, be safe, you guys. Take care. Thank you. All, All right, right no take problem, care. Man. Have a good one. Later. That was Joe Queer, everybody. It was a really good interview. He's great, man. He's not, he's not at a loss for words on anything. Yeah. Uh, we uh, have an interview we will release at the end of the season. That It's called our fear interview, but this was one of the best interviews we've had. Yeah, man. Well, we've been having a lot of great interviews, though. We usually get lucky with the people. Who are really Every great. interview we've had that we've released is good. Yeah, and uh, Joe, man, he not afraid to tell you what he thinks about fucking anything. I I love it. I dudes, love it. Uh, dude's punk as fuck. You can't deny that. Agree yeah. with him or not, that uh, man. Uh, I love it, man. I love it. I can't wait to see them on the 13th. Queer shows are always so much fun. 13th of December at Diamond Concert Hall, Louisville, Kentucky. And if you can't wait till then, go up to Newport December 8th at the Southgate House. Great venue up there. Really cool. Used to be a mafia house. Supposedly it's haunted. Yeah, Newport was a big mafia gambling town. Uh, Columbus, Ohio on the 9th, Chicago, Illinois at Reggie's both December 10th and 11th. They're going to play different sets each night. Hamtramck, Michigan, which is pretty much Detroit, at the Sanctuary Detroit and the 13th here at Diamond Concert Hall. Last date on the tour, so you know they're just going to be ready. Oh, and December 5th, sorry, the ver- the first one listed here, at Green Bay, Wisconsin, December 5th. Might as well put that there, yeah. too. Why not? Yeah, go check them out. If you haven't, I, just put it on the Queers on Spotify if you're not familiar. Uh, if you're a fan of the Ramones or the Beach Boys or just like any melodic but still fast and fun punk rock, man. Don't be put off by the name. It's not a... Yeah. They're, they're, if you check, grew up in the 80s, 90s, you would understand the, the uh, meaning behind it. Yeah. How many times did people yell that at us? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you had a mohawk or something. Well, I guess we'll take a break and then we'll be back with the rest of our show. But uh, thanks again to Joe Queer. And remember, uh, check out those new albums. They're both on Spotify. Spotify. And check them out on tour. And here, December 13th, Louisville, Kentucky, Diamonds. So, what's up, everybody? That was Joe Queer. Man, Joe Queer is awesome. Thanks, Joe, again. Donnie's erect right now. His pants are sticking. That's not true. I'm just a... I am a fanboy, I guess, but it's always cool when we get to... I love interviewing the bands that, you know, you just love. It's really cool. That's the coolest thing about what we do is getting to talk to people that we like. So, So what were you saying about this guy who got charged with murder... This dude, so all right, this dude, his daughter was being trafficked by her boyfriend, and he found out, killed the boyfriend, rescued his daughter, 
And uh, now they're trying to charge the dad with murder. I say give the dad a fucking gold star. Yeah, but you know how much our government loves human trafficking. That's and all true. That. They do love that stuff. Uh, yeah, probably one of them ordered her or something. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, they cut off their pizza connection. That was, that was Joe Biden. That was the president's fucking uh, Christmas present, God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. And, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, I, I say free this dad. Let him go. Because uh, he didn't do anything that nobody else would have done. So, uh... Y'all can go fuck yourselves. So, Alyssa Milano recalls thinking miscarriage was uh, karmic punishment for her abortions, plural, in her 20s. I'm not against abortion. I just want to see how many abortions she had. (laughs) She's getting candid about her complicated feelings she encountered after experience of miscarriage, says somebody in People magazine. The Sorry Not Sorry author, 48, recalls suffering a miscarriage and feelings as if it was punishment for past abortions, plural. Uh, But, you know, it's not saying how many abortions she had. Let's see. Hold on. (laughs) Dude, what is up with you going after Alyssa Milano lately? It was just one other time, dude. I mean, she just... Because she's, she's a fucking hypocrite. Your girl, Rose McGowan, even called her out, so... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is this popped up on my phone too. Like, there's been she's putting herself out there with her abortions, and so I'm gonna say five, five abortions. How many do you think? Uh, I'm saying three to five uh, on Melissa Milano. Like, not a whole lot. What, does it say abortions? Or yeah, abortions. Just... I'm being punished for ba- basically for abortions in my 20s. You want to look at it? Two or three. Two or three, okay. I'm three to five. So we'll say three abortions. Yeah. I don't know. Does that warrant her being considered an abortion like addict like they're kind of making her out to be I mean that's kind of it's kind of rough what do you think I don't know man uh, three abortions you gotta be you gotta have a steel of a JJ or steel uterus after that yeah I mean I feel like after the second time <laughs> like I'll give you two and I feel like, like the second time when you have to do it the second time you're like I really gotta figure out a better way of birth control like I mean seriously because I, I, I'm not saying that I'm against abortion so everybody settle down but I'm just saying like you know it's gotta be a hassle it's gotta be it's gotta be a whole fucking day that's a whole day there when you can just like you know and I know I know. You don't want to really, like, wear anything down there because, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Who does that? That's, you know, but still. Yeah, I mean. 
yeah, it's time to figure out something at that point because it's just well, a, it's just a hassle. Well, I, I'm, I think it's been a long time since she's had an abortion. She's old. Remember, she's older than us. Yeah, than both of us. So I mean, she said it's back in her twenties. So she okay. She really can't get mad at her. She's just hoeing around a little bit and yeah. she's abortions. In, she's in Hollywood in her twenties. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if you were like imagine being attractive? In Hollywood, in your twenties, imagine uh, throwing it Alyssa everywhere. Milano throwing it at me in her twenties. I'd be yeah. Uh, I will imagine that later. And saying you don't kidding. have to wear a condom. Yeah, good times. Good oh, times in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Take me back to a time when you could bang Alyssa Milano without a rubber. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Somebody once told me Alyssa Milano liked to get it without a rubber. She said that she would meet me and then touch all over me and said she'd be my permanent lover. Oh, man. So I've now hey. got abortions, dump a dee <laughs> by the bee. Hey, now, get abortions, bit of bee, bop, bop, bee. Oh, Ski, spit out that baby bee. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm done. We love you, Alyssa Milano, you crazy kook. (laughs) She's still Samantha. I can't be mad at her or nothing. I'm not mad at her. It's just, you know, covering up for... I mean, I'm mad at her for covering up for, you know, certain touchers, but that's a whole different story. Oh, man. L.A. County. I'm sure it's healed up by now. L.A. County, what's up? Paid $2.5 million dollars. Uh, in a settlement for releasing photos of uh, Kobe's uh, helicopter cra- crash. What? Yeah, people took pictures and released them, and uh, Kobe's wife did not fucking appreciate that I shit. I bet not. And uh, probably the families of his friends, those Italian friends that he had. Yeah. Like, they probably don't appreciate it either because he had like two or three friends with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, L.A. County paid $2.5 million. Uh, that's fucked up. Oh, they paid... Money. Oh, L.A. County paid to buy them off other photographers? No, like, they bought paid, the rights? No, they paid to the settlement to not get sued. Oh, the release okay. of those pictures. Because there's no reason for the pictures to be taken. So I'm like, oh, this is Kobe's... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's cold-blooded, man. It's still a, he's still a person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... Just because he was good at basketball doesn't mean that... I mean, that, his daughter, dude, was there with him. That's fucked up. Yeah. His daughter and, like, two friends. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, Kobe, man. Love Kobe. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I'm a Lakers I heard guy. they built a Kobe statue in Italy or something. Probably he's big in Italy. He yeah, well, there. he grew up there. Yeah. His dad was in the military. Oh, his dad played basketball over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. I thought his dad was in the military, I too. I don't know about that, but he was Jelly Bean Bryant. 
and he played over. He was the, his name was not Jelly Bean. That was Get the nick, fuck that out of here! His nickname back in the day, damn dude, that's an old school hood name. Yeah, <laughs> Jelly Bean. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, Joe Jelly Bean Bryant. I wish I had a cousin named Jelly Bean. <laughs> Dude. Oh, so they're they're doing the vaccine for kids now, finally. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, how do you feel about it as a parent? I uh, Amanda signed Trey up to get it, and Trey was like, he's like, I want to get it. He's like, I just kind of want to wait about until it's been out a month or so until. Uh, but his appointment isn't for a few weeks, so. Uh, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about anything anymore with the COVID. Because right now it's just like COVID's turned into like a political chess party or political chess game. And it's like, I don't know what's real and what's not. I don't we know need what's ratings. Side. I don't know what side is telling the truth anymore, man. I, I feel like I can't trust the... I used to consider myself a Democrat and I can't trust them and I've never trusted the Republicans. Uh... So, you know. And both sides are... Always Sunny comes back December 1st. Season 15. I'm I wondering was... how good it'll be. Like, 12 sucked, but 13 came back, and 14 was a little better than that. So I'm yeah. hoping this will be good, because 1 through 11 were great. Peaked at 7, but... Favorite episode? One of your favorite Ooh. episodes. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, we, we've talked about Pretty Woman. I think that's everybody's favorite episode. Yeah, that's, that's like, like their most episode. popular episode. So funny. Outside of that, I don't know. I kind of like... Uh, there's a newer one where it's like from the point of view of Frank. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like uh, Frank's Little Beauties is a good one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, let me ask you something. You ever have, you ever fucked the dead bodies? <laughs> like, I mean, if I were dead, uh, I wouldn't care what you did to me. I wasn't worried. He's like, I am not banging any of your kids. <laughs> He's like, you think I should write a song? Let's the parents know that I'm not going to be. Please don't diddle kids. You know you shouldn't diddle kids. I wouldn't have sex with anybody younger than my daughter. Gonna have me. Gonna have me. His adult daughter. That was his lyric. Yeah. It's, uh. What's uh what's another Dang. good one, man? There's so many good ones. I can't like pick them all out. Like when Dennis and Dee get addicted to crack, I love that one. I like Charlie's birthday when oh, yeah. Dee tries to take him out to the spa to the movies, but when he hears spa, he thinks spaghetti. Yeah. So he gets some spaghetti and like puts it in a Ziploc bag. Or he has it in a tin container initially. Then she, then D like spills it out, and he grabs it up, puts it in a Ziploc bag, yeah, and he's eating yeah. it at the movie theater. What's your spaghetti policy? Yeah. <laughs> and there's man, there's so many. Oh, dude, I love the one where uh, Dennis and Frank become dirty cops, and Charlie Serpico, and while Mac and D are out being the guardian angels. Oh yeah, dude, that's oh, that's another good one. I can't oh, wait. Junior be back. The real leader of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lee, was run, running for New York mayor. 
Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, I don't know if he fucking won or not. I haven't checked. I don't think so. No, no, there's no fucking way. He's, I, uh, he's like on the Republican side. Like, there's no way he would win in New York City. Guess what uh, Amanda brought home the other day? What? A Keurig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and your Keurig. How's that overpriced plastic coffee tasting? Uh, dude, first off, I don't know what you mean by overpriced. Dude, four of those things is... A thing of four of those things is what? Like six bucks? No, I bought a thing of 12 for $4. And then, yeah, they're... If you get like uh, the Starbucks one, it's like $15, but that comes with like 24 But I mean, the I buy donut shop coffee. That's what I buy. That's the flavor I buy is donut shop coffee. And so it's exactly what I want. And it's, it's fast. And I can wake up in the morning and be like, huh, coffee in the morning. And without it being a hassle, I'm loving it. It's not a hassle. Just lazy. This dude has a coffee press. Like he's a co- a French press. Yeah, because it makes really good coffee. Amanda heard you fucking talking shit, and she's like, "He has a coffee press. He's a snob. He's a coffee snob." I am a coffee. You snob. are a coffee snob, and that's why you have the problem with the curry. Well, because with the French press, there's no paper, no plastic, just oh. coffee and water. Your asshole is disgusting. Dunning just fought it. I did just fought. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. I just don't like, if you don't need it, you don't need it. Like, people who want pour-over coffee is are fucking dumb. You're still getting the same, like, coffee filter taste, which is fine. It's really not that bad or anything. It doesn't change it that much, but... You know, like it's just like you have somebody pouring it over. You're basically taking up somebody's time to get a pour over. I and don't know. I don't know. With a coffee machine, you got that plastic, and with a curry, you got that plastic cup. I'm all over the place with my coffee. I yeah. drank like two cups before you came over. I drank one cup when I left the house, and then I drank a Red Bull all the way over here. Yeah. What kind of what flavor of coffee you get? Uh, donut shop coffee. You don't, you don't get like a hazelnut coffee or uh, I'm going to, but I wanted to try out just a uh, regular coffee. Uh, I got some uh, some of that coffee mate, the uh, caramel. Oh, you got the oh, you got the non-dairy coffee creamer. Yeah, the powder. I like the powder, especially like a donut shop coffee. What I'm drinking, like yeah, I'm my like, papa used to use the powder. He'd have the big thing of it that yeah. lasted him like three years. And he'd like, yeah, he'd drink his coffee with that. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I mean, just for what I want right now. And then when I get a different flavor, I'll get some different stuff. I will get some hazelnut and I will get some, uh, caramel Starbucks. Some I just, nut hazel. Yeah. Yeah. Those Starbucks, I don't, Starbucks coffee tastes like sludge. I'm sorry. I don't get the big deal. I mean, I get there's Starbucks. It's fancy, and it it for some reason it gives you status to have a drink that you paid seven dollars for that you're not gonna finish. I always finish my Starbucks. Yeah, those people, you know, what I'm talking about uh, the people who get the large cold drinks, the super large cold drinks. Cold drinks are that water gross. down before you're done. Yeah. And like, it's just like, hey, look at me. That's what it is. People used to pose with beer cans. Yeah. Now it's like, look at me in my Starbucks 
fuck you, you know? Why is everybody trying to be the same? McDonald's has a good coffee. No, they don't. It's just really hot. And why do they make that shit so hot? Didn't they learn their lesson from the old lady who burned her? Yeah, he might, yeah. She sued the shit out of him. Oh, man, I need to get burned by McDonald's coffee and get paid. Yeah. That'd be dope. I don't want my thing getting burned by it, though. I don't want my thing getting burned. But she did take the lid off and put it in between her legs in her car. That's oh, yeah, dumb. man. She knew what she was doing. That's a trooper, though. She did know what she was doing to get that payoff? Fuck. Take a burn on your bush. <laughs> oh! Oh! Oh, as the world cringes. Oh, man. This shit hurts to think about. So... Anyway, anything else on the uh, agenda? I got one, one more thing. I want to say, uh, I want to send my love out to the uh, whole Shell family and the Kodiak family and uh, any friends of uh, Bo Shell. We lost him this past week. Uh, I was in a band with his brother, Bryce, and he was always there. And yeah, uh, we all knew Bo. Yeah, Bo's good people. Definitely going to be missed. Uh, he actually, quick little thing, though. When I first met Joe Queer, it was with Bo and Bryce, and we went into a Denny's, and we are like, how are we going to get back there? And Bo just goes, check it. And he's like, we're with the band. Tell the hostess. We went back there, and he's like, oh, hey, we were at the show. Slick. Bo, miss you, buddy. Miss you singing at me every fucking 10 minutes when you're around. Rest in peace, brother. All right, man. Take it easy. Rest easy, bro. And that's that's it for us this week, folks. Uh, as always, check us on Facebook. And check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, fuck a bunch of other stuff, Radio Public, um, Pocket Cast, Breaker, a lot of them. Uh, it's spreading to more and more platforms. I want to thank all listeners here at home and abroad. abroad. And um, and we want to thank the broads since yeah. we're on the topic. We're also uh, on Twitter's at Partners and Pals and at Pals and Partners and at Donnie Vagrant and at Sean underscore Magna. And then we're also on Kick and Instagram, and uh, we're trying everywhere. So uh, go fund me. Yeah, go fund me. Come find us and go fund us. And uh, we love you guys. And uh, next week we'll have another episode for you all. And we want to thank Joe Queer again. Uh, check out their uh, new albums. Check them out. Uh, check them out on tour. And if you're in the Louisville area, they'll be here December 13th, and you can come see me. Uh, maybe I'll have some extra partners and pal stickers on me. Uh, December 8th in Newport at yeah. Southgate House. Yes, and those Chicago shows actually seem fun. Yeah. The two-nighters, like different sets each night. That's uh, If I could get off work for two extra nights, I would be, uh, I'd go do it, but I can't. So I'll just catch them the 13th. So, all right, y'all. We love you guys. Thank you again. Take it easy.